Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 49 of Transformers Armada. It is Alliance. This episode was written by Zao Shizoya, and the last time on Transformers Armada, Starscream died, and Paul, I honestly don't think he's going to come back. I think he's dead. Well, the, well his sword's still here. That's about all that's left of him. And yeah, we start with the Decepticons and Demolisher and Cyclonus. They can't believe this shit that they're actually going to work with the Autobots. And yeah, Galvatron's just kind of staring at Starscream's sword. Yeah, he, well, he actually, he punches out Cyclonus, I think it is, Cyclonus badmouths Starscream, and then he he laments the loss of Starscream and how much honor he had, and and then, I loathe you, Unicron, and he shoots at Unicron, and then nothing happens, opening bumper. When we come back, if Sideways and Thrust had mustaches, they'd be twirling them, and Sideways <laughs> stabs the Star Saber into the floor, and I guess that was the last piece of the puzzle, because outside, Unicron's moon disguise, for lack of anything better to call it, starts to break away. Yeah, this, I really like this. There's, you know what, there's some things I really do like about this episode, and a lot of it has to do with Unicron's transformation. It begins here. All, like you said, all the mantle breaks away, and we see, I mean... Us as Transformers fans and viewers see Unicron's shape all balled up. Yeah, and down on Cybertron, now there's a hole in the ceiling of the Autobot base now, and because they're idiots, the kids keep standing there looking up at the thing that just sucked the roof off, and <laughs> oh, yeah. Highwire's like, he awakened. Yeah, yeah, it starts like sucking because it's got that big chomp, yeah. chomp, <laughs> mouth, so it starts like sucking all of the rock from Cybertron. What? Well, Optimus orders an evacuation, and with the Decepticons, Galvatron orders the same thing, but some of the Decepticon ships start smashing into each other as they're getting pulled towards Unicron. Yeah, well, dozens are lifting off at a time. I I don't know if that was... Like, it felt like, you know, in the chaos of of everybody evacuating the planet, a couple ships banged into each other, but it's never really explained. And the Autobot ships start lifting off, too, but Alexis points out, not everybody's on board yet, and it just shows Hotshot tearing down the road, I guess. And then it has Hoist in vehicle mode, driving just as fast, and I don't know, there was just something about the the look of that vehicle going at 100 (laughs) miles an hour. It just looks so stupid. It does, Uh, but this is kind of a good Transformer moment where Hotshot's like, we gotta go, uh, come on. So he, in vehicle mode, gets behind Hoist and starts pushing him and pushes him faster and realizes, we're not gonna make the ship, but there's a cliff up ahead. Yep, they ramp off of that and transform and land inside the Autobot ship, and the Autobots blast off, and now their green glowing minicons are here, and they surround the Autobot ships to protect them from Unicron, and then they do the same thing for the Decepticons, and even Galvatron finds that ironic. Do you know what I find is that it neuters the threat. Like, there's been a lot of times, or a handful of times now, where the Minicons have just shown up and had a shield or created an energy wave or did whatever, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who are fighting Unicron, not the Autobots or the Decepticons. Oh, especially in the next one, but yeah, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. But now the two ships are together, and we go inside the Decepticon one, and did you notice G1 Soundwave in the lineup on the right? Like, the no. colors are off a little oh, bit. I'm going to have yeah, to go he, back. Yeah, he's, he's just, all he's doing is standing there. And uh, two of the other guys kind of look like Stunicons, and the doors open, and Optimus and Hotshot and Red Alert come in, and then everybody comes in behind them, even the kids, and Optimus walks up to Galvatron, and 
Two hours later, they shake hands. I'm going to correct you on two things there, Paul. Not everyone follows them in because, for whatever reason, there are dozens of Transformers in different rooms watching this on monitors like it's the news. <laughs> but Optimus and Megatron don't shake hands. They just clasp hands. Yeah. This show couldn't bother to pay for the animation to have their hands go up and down and up and down. They just... How weird would that be if you walked up to somebody to shake their hand and they just held your hand and didn't move and stood there and stared at you? <laughs> Horror movies start that way. And Alexa starts tearing up because she's thinking about how Starscream would have loved to see this because, you know, it was kind of his last request. And yeah. then their minicons form Perceptor, who jumps up and joins in on the head down handshake, but I guess hand holding. I guess that's <laughs> to show that the minicons are on board with this too. Yeah, but the minicons are the only ones because then all the Autobots and Transformers, like they all go to shake hands and none of them have anything good to say. They all talk shit to each other. Well, yeah, Demolisher's like, I'm only doing this because it's Galvatron's orders and Cyclonus is like, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is so fucking stupid. And then Tidal Wave's just like, Tidal Wave. And Jetfire's like, Fire ah, bad. nice to meet you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the so we after this like I obviously the alliance is gonna happen because we go to a shot uh, that I believe is from the new opening. Yeah, uh, where they're all flying. Yeah, yeah, and it's a bunch of Autobots flying <laughs> and Decepticons flying, and then a bunch of spaceships behind them. Yep, and they just empty the clips of all the guns and all <laughs> these ships on Unicron. But when the smoke in space clears. It isn't even dented. Oh, shit. What are we going to do now? (laughs) (laughs) So so Megatron has a good idea of, okay, we'll send in a recon. Optimus orders a fallback, but Megatron says, I'm going to send in a recon team. And then I think it's Optimus says, oh, hey, what we'll do is we'll send in Hotshot and Sideswipe and these little pods because Megatron probably won't see them. Yeah, because they'd be small enough to avoid detection, right? And Galvatron orders Demolisher and Cyclonus to go with them. And then Cyclonus complains that he never gets to do anything. Like, you were just given something to do. There's another line that's way out of fucking place later on. But uh, he just... Cyclonus just glares at Optimus's back like this is all his fault kind of thing, and this isn't going to work, and inside Unicron, things start glowing and commercial break. And we come back, Hotshot, Sideswipe, Demolisher, and Cyclonus and their Minicons land on Unicron in the little pods, and then it just, everything falls apart right away. Oh yeah, the Hotshot and Demolisher argue over who's in charge, like you should have figured that out before you left, and Cyclonus goes absolutely Yosemite Sam here, blasting everything, and he and the I could just call them the generic guys. Head off to shoot stuff, I guess. Were they generic the, guys or were they minicons? I thought they were minicons. I, th- they keep changing. and They really do. But uh, Demolisher doesn't take orders from Autobots, so he and his minicon transform and they head off somewhere too. Yeah, and then we get more shots of whatever that glowing thing was we saw. Like, I'm thinking his brain. Yeah. Uh, bef- Unicron's brain before commercial break. And then he, he sends out a bunch of drones. Yeah, these little ball-shaped security drones, I called them. And back on the ship, there's been no communication from Hotshot's team and Vaughn thinks the cable might be loose and then before Fred can jiggle the cable though, Sideswipe picks up a faint pulse and Unicorn Unicron starts to transform. So I have to assume the faint pulse was a result of Hotshot's reconnaissance that they found something that's never stated. Yeah. But yeah, he this transformation is going to take a while and I really like that. Well, it just really shows you just how fucking big Unicron is, right? Like yeah. it just takes that long. Yeah, well, you're transforming a planet. Yeah, it takes the entire second half of this episode 
for him to get into to have the big reveal. And another part of this that I really like is that there's no like we never we're going to see the the these four on the planet or on Unicron trying to survive and escape. But it, there's never a part where like they're running up one of the fingers or they're going along an ear. They're yeah. so small on Unicron. They're just stuck among moving parts. Pretty much. Yeah. And, and while all these things are moving around them, uh, Demolisher's Minicon falls down inside Unicron. You can't get to him. Yeah. I would have loved to see this be a bigger thing. One thing the show never really explored, which I would have loved, is the idea of a Transformer feeling like empty or depressed once they lose their Minicon, that their Minicon is a part of them and makes them whole. That would have been neat. And they almost touched on this with Demolisher where he's like, no, I can't save you. And then uh, we, we go on. And uh, then I think Cyclonus gets and hid because he's still being Yosemite Sam. Uh, gets attacked by Unicron's drones. Yeah, he's still blasting away, and he's like, oh, Unicron ought to surrender any second now, boys. But yet the drones come in, and they just start blasting. And the generic Decepticons, like I said, they keep changing. But if you pause it at 14 minutes and 38 seconds, one of them is exactly G1 Astrotrain painted yellow. And then at 1441, <laughs> it looks quite a lot like uh, G1 Hook. Like from really? The, oh, guns. The, to, the arms are a little different. I might, the face is exactly the same. I might have to go back and rewatch this episode. I'm not going to do that. Um, b- b- throughout all this, though, we do get some great shots of Unicron transforming. Like I said, it's it's really slow and it's constant. Still going. It's, yeah. Um, and then, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, Cyclonus falls off the ledge. Yeah, because I guess he forgot he can fly, but uh, oh, yeah, didn't. Demolisher grabs him before he can fall for too far. But it's it, this goes on because Demolisher's hanging on. He's like, I'll save you. No, I'm going to fall, even though he can fly. Yes. And then Hot Hotshot and Sideswipe, they have a little, there's a scene where they find Demolisher's Minicon. Um, and then, yeah, and then they, they, they save those two from a bunch of drones. And when Demolisher pulls up Cyclonus to save them and they all escape, Cyclonus transforms and flies away. Yes, exactly. Like if they had have just, Flipped it around. It's Cyclonus trying to pull up Demolisher. It exactly. would totally have made sense. That's yep. all they needed to do. And yeah. that's that's definitely not a translation error. That's like the the writers and animators completely biffed that. Or even if they had said something that something happened to his rotor and he can't fly. Just anything at all. But then he, when but he transforms. immediately he after he flies. Yeah. yeah. Well, Unicron keeps transforming and he fires a beam of energy from between his horns and Galvatron says they need to fall back and but there's been no word for hot from Hotshot and then Hotshot immediately reports in. Yeah. Although there's a little bit with the kids, maybe this was earlier with I think it's Alexis talks back to Megatron saying, "Hey, you know, we're not going to fall back. There's people there's a uh, Autobots there. Uh, how dare you? And Optimus has to give him a now, now, Megatron. We're nice to children. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Meg- or Galvatron tells him, just run along a play. Would you, like, stop talking to me? <laughs> Optimus and Jetfire combine. They fly down to go save everybody on the planet. And on the planet, Hotshot gives Demolisher his minicom back. And there's, again, almost this moment of sentimentality or, or respect between them. Well, Demolisher's like, I don't know what to say. And the security drones, oh, they're back, so I guess you don't need to think about it for too long. Oh, don't worry, Paul. It's hopeless. There's nothing we can do. We're never going to, oh, Optimus shot four of them. We're fine. Yes, exactly. They're surrounded by these things. But then Super Thing just comes in and bing, 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 done. That's it. It just shoots like three of them one at a time. No, no, to give the, the episode credit, I counted. It's four. <laughs> but, it, like, there were dozens enough that 
all of the, these four Autobots and Decepticons figured it's done. We're hopeless. We might as well go out fighting. Optimus shows up, kills four of them. You're all fine. Yep. And they're glad to see him. But then a turret is about to blast Optimus in the back, but something destroys it. And it's Galvatron. Well, actually, it's Super Mega Galvatron, a thing, because he's linked the tidal wave. And he's like, I can't believe I just saved Optimus Prime. Now, this was a moment where I was watching it thinking, Paul likes this. Because this is pretty good that Optimus goes out to do the heroic thing, and he's doing his best, but it's not enough. You know, he's going to get shot in the back, and Galvatron realizes he has to step in and help Optimus, and then the two of them grab their troops and fly away. Because we forgot to mention the pods got smashed. Yeah, and then Unicron finally finishes transforming, like his head comes up, and then his eyes just light up red. Like, remember uh, a few episodes back where um, when Rad meets Highwire in the past and grabs his shoulder, you see the red eyes. The, you're right, it is Unicron because it's exactly the same shot. Yeah, there's a long pan up him. It's They do some parallax and yeah, I gotta say, he looks pretty fucking cool. It's time to meet Galvatron face-to-face and Optimus and his lieutenants come on board the Decepticon ship. Mm-hmm, fine. But then everybody else comes in, too. Like, what's the point of that? Just in case Galvatron tries something? Or, all right, explains the other Autobots, even though they'd still be drastically outnumbered. But what was the point of bringing the kids without their helmets? They're not wearing their helmets. Why and how does the Decepticon ship have oxygen? They built the fucking thing on the moon. Where'd they get oxygen? I mean, sure, Earth is right there. Quick trip over and back to fill the tanks, but it still doesn't explain why. What about heat? Transformers can survive just fine in deep space. Why would they bother keeping the place at room temperature? Have you seen the price of furnace oil lately? They should have at least checked to make sure it was safe for the kids. Like, open the door, throw Rad inside with an oak tape to him that says, if this kid turns blue, knock once, then shut the door and wait for a response. Ah, shit, they knocked twice. All right, kids, you don't need your helmets. Let's go. Fred, you can wait and use the bathroom on their ship. Of course they'll have one. Yes, I'm sure they have a kitchen, too, so bring your waffle iron. You can bring a side of beef if you want. Just remember, you... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Pickers Podcast Show. Paul, what would you think of Alliance? It was pretty good, actually, I got to say. Yep. I, I, I like how they're working together, but at the same time, Demolisher and Cyclonus, they make it absolutely clear, we're only doing this because we're following orders and we don't take orders from Autobots. Yeah, they're kind of cutting off their own nose to spite their face a bit much. The whole Wiley Coyote thing, I was like, okay. Like, I, I dig Demolisher saying, screw you, I don't take orders from Autobots, but Cyclonus is just, he's, he's lost it. I wonder if that's supposed to be his angle that they never really explored, is that he's kind of nuts. That would have been interesting, <laughs> but it's too late for that, Paul. It's too late for everything. Um, yeah, this was, I, I agree with you. This is a so, pretty solid episode. It could have used one big action sequence. Like, I would have loved to see one big sequence of Hotshot and Demolisher and all them racing along Unicron's body as it's transforming, trying not to fall into pits and get squished. Yeah. It needed that one big action Just piece. as it's like, completely changing around them and the drones yeah. are following them, they drive and then transform and roll three times to turn around, shoot, and then transform back. Stuff like that. That yeah. would have been really cool. It, we, we got, like, snippets of action pieces, but nothing actually happened. Um, and I'm going to reiterate again, I loved how long it took Unicron to transform. And then what he looked like when it was done. Yeah, wow. pretty good. Pretty good. This is a and good Unicron. There was even a moment, I don't know if you caught this, when he, uh, you know, like the ring, when that separates and starts to, like, transform into the body, you could see the ring separate, and you could, at least I looked like, you could see the holes where in the toy, the other side has a peg that locks in and holds the ring in place. Like, you could see the... Oh, wow. 
yeah. It, so now I'm, I might have just been seeing what I wanted to see, but it looked like it was ridiculously toy accurate. I think they do a lot of that in this show. They they do when a character first shows up, and then by the third or fourth episode, like <laughs> Optimus does not look like a toy anymore. He looks silly. Well, even um, when Hotshot and I forget who else was Sideswipe, I think they transform at one point where they're flying through space. But as they transform, they kind of go up off out of the frame, right? And then come back down in the other form. Yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, a lot of shows have this. You see later in the season, the animation budget has started to peter out. Yeah. We're, we're uh, yeah, it's duct tape solutions. Uh, you want to, I don't know. I don't have a joke. Support unions. You know what? Unions are great. Support your local, local whatever 70, it is. Your 78, 78, 78. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's the next episode we're going to watch is Union. Uh, something, something Twitter. Paul and I are there at John Sobey at P. McPherson one. And you can email the show Transformers Nitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah. Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. He awakens.